Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. (laughs) I do remember that. (laughs) That's the one likable thing Bill O'Reilly's ever done in his entire life is make a mistake on air and have someone. I'm sure his show has run some great commercials for comfortable socks or something. Oh, 100 percent. Comfortable socks, storming the Capitol, whatever it may be. (laughs) All that really chill stuff. You know, know, uh, Sean Hannity has like a radio station show, like an actual radio show. I do. Oh, I didn't no. know that. No. Yeah. I have to listen to it at work now, and it makes me want to throw daggers in. Oh, my, my God. Day. Yeah, that's fucking great. <laughs> he still loves the MyPillow guy, really hyping him up. That's uh, hilarious. Like, oh, man, this is awesome. He's like, he's like, look, I know this guy has been wrong a few times, okay? <laughs> no. But what is undeniable is that his pillows are soft as shit, okay? You have to. If you're a patriot, you want neck support okay you got to give it up for our guy that's what i'm sure i don't even i always get hannity and uh greg gutfield or whatever i don't even know if that's never heard of that there's some there's some guy who has like a fox show who has like comedian i i don't know if actual comedians are ready for this guy but there was like a thing where people were like oh this guy's got a tv show can't wait to see which right-wing comics are gonna end up writing for it and uh the show is trash but uh it's not know, like most, red eye what was that show they were doing it's, like it's, late at night at fox or comics yeah it, it's chat. more or less it's more or less like that which or is that, actually wild. looking at what conservative content with comics is like now that was super chill yeah <laughs> i don't even i don't remember that i just know that people used it as a credit and i was like okay i get i mean it wasn't even that was before i even like really had like strong opinions on anything i guess but i was just like looking at it and being like Oh, your your credit is like like would you use talking head on CNN as a credit for a comedy show? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, people it doesn't, are so like, shameless. People Fox are News panelists. Yeah, it doesn't people matter. Like, I I was on the Food Network five years before I started comedy. And like, okay, I guess that's. I mean, the idea is it's supposed to draw people in because like, ah, yeah, we saw this guy be funny on a thing. It was like, no, right. he had a different job once. I guess right. we'll come see him do this. I'm a huge believer in that credits should be given after someone does a set, right? So if you have like a podcast or a show coming up or something you want people to actually pay attention to, you have to go up and do well. And if you do, they will pay attention to what you say next. You'll be like, oh, you got to follow this person on Instagram, da, 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 da. And they'll do it because they like, like you in that moment. Whereas you say it first and then you oh. just talk for 15 minutes, 15 to 60 minutes or whatever. And then people are like, oh, that was great. I don't really remember what, what, what were we saying before that? You know, like they don't know. They don't remember. So you yeah. should say the host should say this shit after. That's just my big. If someone's big credit is also a comedy writing job. I will hold them to a, such a higher standard. <laughs> especially if they're like some people will get into stand-up after getting those jobs and then we'll go do like really mediocre stand-up and i'm like how did this motherfucker get paid this much to do this this is atrocious yeah that's what every comic card i've ever got has actually said about really (laughs) i hope you didn't pay him you're paying him him? Hmm. (laughs) interesting choice to pay Um, this guy big shout out to friends of the show tati and alex who were talking about how much they love you at brunch this week they listen to our pod they're huge fans so give them a shout out we didn't talk about that in pre-production so we'll have to cut this part out (laughs) but that's 
you know, it's nice to hear. It's just too bad nobody else is going to hear it on air. That's so, so frustrating. But, uh, you know, shout out to you both. I'm upset that you didn't. I didn't get invited to brunch as if I don't also live in New York. But whatever. I hope Sorry you had a good time. You love me so much. You don't want to hang out with me. Uh, I do love the idea of like you. You have brought up people who may listen to this podcast to say things about them that are like kind of shitting on them. And then be like, oh, people saying something nice. No, no, we got to cut that. <laughs> no good mention. Well, I mean, to be fair, I don't know in this brunch. Oh, boy. I hate that that happened. Wow. Uh, how old are you? I, don't, I just <laughs> turned 13. Um, that's not how 13-year-olds talk. No, but your body's uh, changing, and it's going to experience some things that might shock my, you. My body's changing, but may my brain never develop. Uh, <laughs> I... Uh, I don't know when this brunch happened, but there's a good chance I wouldn't have been able to go anyway because I've been uh, home ridden under threat of COVID. Uh, I was in a close contact with a fellow comedian who betrayed me. White. Do I dare need to say it? He was white. Uh, and, uh... <laughs> Most notably known for being very white. Very white um and now out of precaution as i wait await my test results i've just been in my apartment since uh you know for like the last few days here and it has been hell not because of my you know not because of my fiance we've had a great rapport we're doing great we haven't punched any holes in the wall but we have outside like of our bedroom window which is during the day also my office just the loudest motherfucking construction i've ever heard in my entire oh, hell life hell yeah they're not even fucking doing oh, anything they're oh. literally just drilling holes i don't know nobody you go back out there and you're like nothing has changed there's just <laughs> noise for 12 hours a day so oh. so there's that and then upstairs for whatever reason I think our neighbors like just got to their DVR Olympics sets or something because they are like doing backflips. They're doing jumping jacks. They are fucking going ape shit upstairs and they haven't left the apartment this entire time. Yes. And I am just like losing my mind. I, I don't know who's I don't I might just is it a crime if I burn a building down, but I burn myself with it? Is that yes. bad? Yeah, that is a crime. Still, okay. That's passed on to your family. <laughs> they get the arson charges. Yeah. Well, that's fine. <laughs> My favorite thing about construction is that out of spite, they decide to start four hours before people wake up. Oh my god! <laughs> like we're in construction, baby. We work four till whenever you get up, and then we leave. Right. And wait for you to go back to bed. <laughs> I've just been like so out of my own spite. I'm just like you know. Every time I take a shower, I'm like. Fuck it. I'm leaving the blinds open. I'm air drying. You're going to see every crevice, every hole I have in this body. You like, oh, you want to do manual labor? Well, this is part of it, buddy. That's what it is. <laughs> this manual labor is becoming too manual. I got to get the as, hell out of here. As I lay on my bed and answer emails in the nude. All right. That's <laughs> come on. You can't tell me that hasn't been part of your dream. <laughs> yeah. Making someone throw up as they drill near my window. Yeah, that is my dream. 100%. My I, dream I is it. to have a job where I'm naked in bed the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I emails. mean, I will say that does sound that does sound great. I will that I understand, you know, people are listening to this. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. You are truly living the American dream. You're just <laughs> you haven't even had to show a toe. You just get to be naked and answer emails. That's great. I get what you're saying, people. But like, 
I'm trapped in my own uh, decadence. You know what I mean? I am wrapped in satin, but this satin is tightening around my neck. I need to be able to leave this place. I need to be free. I've missed so many comedy shows just because I'm trying to be safe. And I have to say this now. I think we should stop caring about other people. We should just do whatever we want. I think the other people that hate me and who I hate are actually right. <laughs> no masks, no shots. I want to be free. Love I want to go touch a tree. That's what I want. So let me die in peace. Hospital workers have had it too good <laughs> for too long. Let's double down, baby. I love it. Uh, I'm with you on it. MyPillow.com sponsoring our podcast as always. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a fun new thing when my back hurts all the time now. And I think oh. my bed is doing it, which is cool. Because that's supposed to be, you know, the eight hours of safe haven I get each night. And it's attacking me. Do you get fully eight hours of sleep every night? I try, but. God damn, know. that's great. I'm you know, I've also honestly. started drinking a lot more, so that's been cutting that down. Mm. You ever will you ever drink and then you just wake up four hours after going to bed, just wide awake but tired? I love that. <laughs> I love that a lot. Like, Do you think your bed is hurting you because underneath your mattress is just a bunch of empty bottles? Do you think that might be the issue? Uh, is that where, is that where you store your? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did have a real princess in the pee moment with my work boots the other day. There's a little pebble, and I was like, oh, I don't care how much boot is under my foot. I can feel the shit out of this pebble, and it hurts. Sure. I I will say I, I'm with you, and I support you. I don't know that reference, so... Oh, okay. I'm just uh, hoping it's not anti-Semitic or something. I don't know you that... that who, who knows... It could be anything like with some you. people had like a princess was lost and they're like, you can come stay at this house. And she was sleeping on a bed and she's like, I think there's like a pee underneath this mattress that I can feel and it's hurting my back. And then they just keep stacking mattresses and she keeps feeling the pee. I don't remember this a lot, but that's like the gist. <laughs> Wait, what's the end or the moral? Like, what's the <laughs> princesses are weak as hell. And very just ungrateful keep stacking. It's, uh, it's about like the uh, it's about like, uh, I don't know, capitalism or it's just like make more mattresses, work harder. I can still feel your pain or some like, shit. What if like, we remove the pee? Like, I'm the princess. We don't remove the pee. Yeah. Another mattress, I said. Man's... You don't get to see your family for Christmas. <laughs> Good story. I like the story now. Oh I'm, I, we stand I totally... with the Kellogg workers. Yes. <laughs> I had to think about it to make sure we were standing on the right side. But yeah. yes. We but stand I said with the, the word workers, workers and not Kellogg. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got nervous. And I got television nervous. producers. <laughs> Hell yeah. I stand with rich people everywhere. Free Rice Krispies, dog. 100%. I am starting to get, I have been spending a lot of time in obscenely rich people's homes in Manhattan. Okay. One of which it was like two townhouses in the city that they gutted the inside of and made a super mansion inside of it. And you can't tell from the outside. And Love it's it. like starting to affect my general mood and attitude. <laughs> I was like, by the fourth one in this week, I was like, all right, this is this is starting to piss me off a little. Can we burn one of these down, please? See, sometimes burning down is the only option. I know people think I'm intense for saying that, but no, sometimes the building just needs to go, dog. It's not Out even of all arson. The crimes, if, arson is good. If you're if you're ridding an area of gentrification, it's not even really arson. Yes. It's just you know bringing it back to zero. If it's know, just it's to make reset. a lot of money from an insurance claim, it's not even arson. Right. You know, if it's just to get rid of noisy kids next door, it's barely arson. Like like is factory resetting your phone a crime? No. <laughs> so then why is resetting your neighborhood? <laughs> so yeah, so why is burning down a few buildings that you don't really like 
a bad thing. Oh, I they make them it. so cheaply and quickly. I bet they would burn so fast. <laughs> I just honestly, I don't want to talk about it anymore because I think I might just start a new podcast about the buildings I want to burn down in New York City. So <laughs> it's just it's called Ben Caster's call to arms and he's just listing addresses. <laughs> I would just call it burn your buildings. This it could be a spin-off <laughs> podcast to what we're doing. I think burn that's pretty buildings. good. I think hey, that's uh, pretty good. If you have a lot of fire in your heart and money in your pocket, subscribe to our Patreon. Burn your buildings. Burn your buildings. <laughs> that's pretty good. I will here before we uh get into the guts of this pod, I will say um I being at home and not having gone to the office and stuff no uh no evil dog this week and i think yeah. I, I have been i have been lucky yes. to not have to deal with the dog and i you know i said some stuff last week folks listen i understand i said some wild shit word got out the views the listens to our podcast <laughs> did, did go down significantly <laughs> how upset you are about saying we should hurt this dog but very okay with burning families in their sleep Hey, I didn't say whether or whether I didn't say whether or not the families would be in the buildings when I burned them down. Okay. I just said that's what there's uh, a thing that people do. That's all I'm saying. Uh I just hope they get yeah. those dogs out first. <laughs> that's what people care about. People love animals so much. It mm-hmm. is uh fascinating to me. Because it's not their fault if they're terrible, it's our fault for making them terrible. We're acting like, like okay, so so what is it? Is it that every animal is a unique flower and has its own personality and its own whatever? Or is it that we teach them everything they know? Okay? Because it can't be both. So either we teach <laughs> them to be bad or sometimes they're just inherently shitty dogs. I think I've ever heard anyone say that every animal is a unique flower, but... Look, dog, I've been sitting in this room thinking, all right? That is bad... <laughs> for everybody okay <laughs> they better you better hope i have covid you better hope i don't get out of here because i have ideas now all right <laughs> if you thought kanye west was problematic wait till you hear my fucking rap album all Hell, right this shit yes. is going to pop i have to tell you about how the world really works all right <laughs> i love the idea in the background of your album you just hear your fiance go shut up <laughs> <laughs> can you put headphones in please <laughs> Please. She doesn't oh sound like God. that. It's a fun way to sound. When I was doing the HVAC school, there was a guy, you know, we're all from home on Zoom. And there's a guy whose wife was working online, you know, from her computer. And most of her job is on the phone. And she was like mm-hmm. a foot away from him. And I was like, that's just his life. They're just hearing each other talking to the computer all day. That's It's like their whole home is a cubicle and they can't leave. Yeah. But you get to have sex in that cubicle. And that... Cool. It's pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cubicle they're, stank. They're not, they're not, you know, physically built for it, but if you can make it happen, you can make it happen. That's all. That's I'm what saying. they used to say about my body. And here I am. <laughs> An 80 year old virgin, baby. We did it. Someone used to have sex with Albert and their review was, it's just like having sex in a cubicle. You know, <laughs> I just, what does that mean? I don't know. That's for you to find out. You live your life, bro. <laughs> I think one of the, Someone a comic has a very funny joke about like one time I walked into a coat closet and a coat rack with coats fell on me and it was like really hard to get off. And they're like, that's what sex with a man is like. And I laughed my ass off. Wait, do you know whose joke that was? Yeah, do I do. It's Hannah Boone's. Yeah. Why don't we say the names? You know, know. Why, don't, why don't we give credit to the people? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so funny. We're gonna have to cut that part out. Yeah, we'll cut that part out. That's, That's totally a fine. Joke. Um, all right, buddy. Shall we? Uh, should we fucking do this? I guess. Yeah. Usually we have like a fun, you know, lead into the thing, but yeah, let's just start it. Who cares? Do you want to do a podcast about how I play Minecraft with my niece because I'm the greatest, most charming uncle in the world? No, we're gonna have to cut that out. Let's start the pod. <laughs> Speaking of cartoonishly huge egos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Burn Your Heroes. I am one of your hosts, Ben. The tool man, Katzner. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, man, I really froze in the moment and just had to say that. Okay. Uh, uh, with me today is... I'm Al. I'm the guy everyone makes fun of who hangs out with the tool man. Right. I'm Albert Kirshner, famous comedian, shriek pig, ramble pig, still elderly proponent of 69ing. I don't care. I don't care if the kids don't like it. Everyone should be 69ing. If you're not 69ing, Yo. you're not making love. That was a fucking intro. That was good. <laughs> I really like that. I really enjoy that. That was an intro. And this oh. is Burn Your Heroes, the podcast where we talk about people that we love, people that you love, and let you know how everybody kind of sucks shit Jane, a little bit, Jane, you know? Jane. Lock the you gates. Know. Lock. We can't say that. That one we can't say. <laughs> <laughs> uh we're also gonna talk if you heard the first 15 minutes of this podcast you know we're gonna talk about some other shit and uh that's just what it is don't send the carrier pigeon at us okay because <laughs> we're not bird people and we have guns all i right? will eat it i will roast the shit out of that bird and eat it Albert, as a tiny chicken speaking of birds it's a bird it's a plane who the hell are we talking about today <sighs> my namesake superman yes i can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your birth name um, is Superman Kirshner. Albert Superman Kirshner. They let me keep it as my middle name when they adopted me because my parents mm -hmm. are good people. Um, yeah. I've never related to a character in history more than Superman. It's I get my it. story. You know, I come from another yeah. place. I'm adopted by white people in the woods, and I'm better than everyone around me. This is this is Superman. Truly, is an adoptee uh, success story. Like it's wild that they don't like talk about him more in that light it's always like he's an alien and it's weird and he's an outsider and it's like nah he's just a adopted kid from the midwest it's tough for all of us all right <laughs> yeah. oh oh he feel he misses his parents well he has fucking laser eyes so he's yeah. doing he's, fine all right has the energy of the hottest homeschooled kid right He's not the fattest, blackest person in his class for the for 12 years running. So I think he'll be just fine. You know what? I would say for some of those years, I would I was tied for fattest and blackest. Hell yes. There, were, there, were some, there was at least one other kid in my class and, you know, speckling of other black. That must have been people. tense between you guys. You know what's so fucked up is I. Um, Do you ever see him working uh, out and you're like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> I'm no, I was joke. a. I was a workout king. Are you kidding me? Um, I think I wish our relationship was better because somehow. So we're I, I'm adopted. He wasn't adopted, but his like 
he he came from like a biracial background or something like i think his mom was white and his dad was black but i think on like his mom's side we were relate like my mom and his mom were like related or something somehow so like we were kind of family but we're never tight and as a kid i was like yeah whatever but as an adult i'm like oh that probably was a missed opportunity to like not (laughs) to not bond with you know someone who is looks a lot like you is your same exact age is dealing with the same types of people uh and you were just like i don't know he doesn't really like power rangers so i don't really know what to do with this you know what i mean like i just really sounds like he sucks (laughs) (laughs) just like really i really whiffed on that one they're a team who drive a giant robot together (laughs) what's not to love He's like, yeah, things at home aren't great right now, so I'm not really watching TV. And I'm like, yeah, well, come back to me when you have a little more time to catch up on what's going on with the White Ranger, you piece of shit. All right. Uh, But, you know, but there were some other kids I did make friends with. Uh, I don't know how we got here. This is the part where we just talk about some shit that I didn't mean to talk about. We said the word Superman and then you have just been unraveling. Dog, I am unhinged. I'm telling you right now, I can't be in this room. I made it through phases one through five or whatever we're at in this pandemic. And then a minimal inconvenience to me and I am unraveling. So I... I need help is all I'm saying. I feel you, and I'm terrified the same will happen to me. I'm truly sorry that you're going through this, and I can't wait for you to go outside. Tomorrow, maybe. Could be tomorrow. Could be never. Okay, so Superman (laughs) is... <laughs> Superman, I remember watching the Superman cartoon. Uh, I never got super into the comics, but like the Superman cartoon was fucking dope. Did you ever watch that? I've never seen the Superman cartoon. Oh my god, it's so good. You got to watch it. It's on Disney Plus right now if you Wait, no, it's on HBO, HBO Max if you have okay. that. That I do. You, okay, I was going to say if you don't have that, sorry, our password can't be given out. It's a government <laughs> thing. But what about uh, your Disney it, Plus password, huh? Let me in there. In in theory, in theory, yeah, I could yeah. do that. Uh, but, you know, okay, that's how you know close it is. we are. That's good. That's like a higher level of friendship than I thought we had. I'm making oh, I'm it sorry. into the apps. Not all of them, but some. Of I'm them. sorry. You know, while you're out having brunch, I'm here watching Disney Plus, crying into my hands. But yeah, I guess. <laughs> hey, I'm crying into my hands at brunch too, buddy. <laughs> I had four bloody big ass Bloody Marys, and then had to play volleyball immediately after. I almost threw up in the sand. You, this is the theme in your life. I feel like you're like, what if I do the worst thing for my body and then go do physical activity on oh, top yeah. of that? I get I two days that. off. I have to do all the fun stuff on that day. <laughs> oh God, the work week. What are we doing? <laughs> so stupid. It's insane. What are we doing here, folks? Oh my God. Uh, but what's your? What did you know about Superman growing up? Like, what did you get into? I bumped into the movies and the weirdly enough i had watched a lot of as a kid i had watched a lot of lois and clark the new adventures of superman because mm. i don't know if we had the channel that it aired on or what but for some reason i had burned through many seasons of that show as like a young child like elementary school age we'll say and then later in life my friends and i started you know we had one buddy who'd get like dvd box sets and he got smallville and i think in like high school we just sat down and watched all of smallville in like a week I don't know if I've ever been like enthusiastic to watch. It it took me a long time to get into being like, okay, we're going to watch this together before like watching a thing was a very singular, like alone experience for me. I'd be like, I'm going to sit downstairs and I'm going to watch 
the thing that I like and nobody breathe or I will punch a hole in the wall. Okay. <laughs> well, that was just always a common theme in our friendships was like, Hey, how do we just turn off our brain and just lay here gray for like a few days straight? Sure. Yeah. I, I never had that. So I love that. This was that horseshit show was a bonding. It's experience so funny that the, these are my Superman experiences. Cause they're like the, they're just like, okay, but what if we forgot about all the Superman stuff? And it was just about right. who he kissed. For right. Like, so long. Smallville was well received, I think, but the adventures of Superman, oh, like Lois and Clark, it, that's so much better too. Trash. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. The, it's so good. The Lois and Clark one is, I think was actively bad uh, for no, sure. It's so good. I just okay. watched the first episode again today. And yeah, it's bad. It's terribly done and bad, but also I can't help but love it. Right. But other than that, totally <laughs> yeah, fine. It's incredible. Sure. Truly the best. And they they film. have a new version of that. And I, I have been meaning to watch it where it's like uh Lois and Clark and their kids and stuff in, in the Smallville town, I think. So it sounds like it might be interesting. Do you but think I gotta, like, okay, so what's the city called? Metropolis? And yeah, then that's like the big he grows city. up grows up and it's called Smallville. Like this is the most poorly written bullshit. <laughs> it's like, all right, he's a superman, he lives in Smallville, and he goes to Metropolis. Like, right. is, could not be more generic in every way. All right. He's uh got a fight in a third city somewhere out west any ideas what about westerville you're like all right that, that's that it real nailed it <laughs> you fucking no i don't know if westerville is one but center city is definitely one. nice hell yeah <laughs> uh so it is a little bit uh actually i don't know if that's true i'm pretty sure that's true but uh yeah so we so we do have experience with this so when we're talking about superman today I think we're people need to know if there's someone who's like I am the biggest Superman head oh, ever. They're gonna hate and us. you are ruining <laughs> yeah. canon. We don't give a fuck about we canon, lost baby. Comic All right, book nerds. Probably yeah, a few podcasts ago. We are pulling from a lot of different places here, and it's just weird. Every iteration of Superman, he does something that's whack as shit. So. I don't know. Go check your boy. He kind of sucks. That's He's all like saying. an emotional, horny man who has too much power over everyone on this planet. <laughs> like his actions <laughs> generally affect people who have nothing to do with him. That you is know? your version of Superman. That is so yeah. funny that you threw horny in there. And I'm like, horny? What? Yeah, and Superman's like, very yeah. horny. He's kind of horny, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He's also uh, very sheepish about it. You know, we get it. He's one of the world's greatest heroes he's very strong he helps people he's noble but also you know he just does some shit where you're like hey man if you weren't stronger than me and could break my spine with a flick of your wrist i would probably say something here you know <laughs> i might bring it up i might bring it up at the next justice league meeting that i don't like what you're doing it's a little weird like he's he's it's where it's weird that he is like um he is like the person that we're all supposed to look to as like the ultimate hero right he's never he's he's done no wrong and if he has it's like he's under mind control or whatever the fuck and then you know that's who we should all try to be however the way people like write him and the way people portray him in shows if that's the idea of like what a superhero is then this is fucked completely because some of the stuff that we've found on superman is insane 
can I just, I have to say, it is utterly insane. Some of the yeah. things they've had the world's greatest hero do. One time you broke a door. It was fucking batshit. Well, you know, we've all gotten upset and broken a door and pulled the door off its hinges <laughs> and threw it into space. We've all done that. All right. There's a, like, I have like very small flashes of clips from the show stuck in my head from over the years. And one of them is just him getting mad that he couldn't do a, a journalism assignment. And he like slams the door as he leaves, but it shatters the glass. And I'm like, I could do that. <laughs> you know, Whatever. what's insane. Huh. It's insane that he decides to like work for the Daily Planet instead of just like being his own comp. Like he has super speed, he has super strength. He's oh, smart. You think he should Batman it. I think he could have literally started his own organization. Like honestly, Superman should have been like the Alex Jones of his like whatever, and be like, "You're not. You don't know the truth." Aliens are out there. Everybody's coming to kill you. The government's lying to you. Da, 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 da. And then he could actually back it up by like stealing government secrets and shit. <laughs> and like, why is he why is he fucking clocking in to to a newspaper, to a desk because newspaper job? He wants to have a normal life also. He wants to have the super stuff. He wants to save people, but he also wants to feel like just a guy who's struggling to write an article about ham. Like everybody sure. else. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I see. I see. You read my old journalism articles when I worked at the newspaper. Damn! What uh, the hell is it? Where does it come from? Um, <laughs> so you think he should have gone the boys' route? You watched that show on Amazon? I did. That show's great. That show's it's fucked up, but it's great. So he's like a yeah. Homelander guy, right? He should be. He even. I mean, I think. I, I do think like Bruce Wayne is probably the better is the better comparison where it's like, can't yeah, just build up your own little industry. And then people can't tell you what, like for Homelander, for people who don't know, he's like, he's like, if Superman were shitty, that's what he is in the boys. Right. And, but everybody's like, always paying attention to him and always has eyes on him, but he should just, have, he should be like, I'm Clark Kent. I'm a self-made internet billionaire. And then blah, blah, blah. Nobody can ever keep track of him. Nobody knows what he does at night. He's so fast. He could be in five different places at once. They wouldn't know that he's also fucking, you know, jamming the Empire State Building up Lex Luthor's ass or whatever he does. Of, <laughs> he tries. Spite. Damn it, he, <laughs> like, tries. Like he could do whatever he wants, but instead he's just like putting on glasses to trick people. You know oh, what I mean? I don't understand. Yeah. That. At first. Okay. So. You know, in the first episode of the show, they burn through all of the big, like, how do you get his uniform, uh, the glasses thing, how do you get the job? They, like, just set the stage as quickly as possible. And I'm like, wow, they really don't give a fuck about the Superman aspects of this. They just want to get to him having, like, a will they, won't they with Lois. But they're right. like, no, that's how the the original story was also written. They're like, I don't yes. know, he puts on glasses or some shit. Who cares? Right. Nobody knows. And like, what, they can't smell him or see him? I used to get so mad at that. And then after like four years of wearing glasses in New York, I got contacts and people couldn't people I knew I've known since I moved here would walk past me. And I was like, OK, you know what? That part's valid. I will give them that. If you shave and you put on glasses after not doing either one of those <laughs> things, you could honestly rob a bank and people would be like, nah, I couldn't have been Ben. He would never do that. You know. Last so. night I saw a comic I hadn't seen in like two years, but he had grown like a really long ponytail. And I was like, who mm. the fuck is this weirdo showed up with a ponytail? And it took me like someone talking to him for a while. I was like, oh, I know this guy. 
And then you grab the scissors and cut his ponytail. Yeah, hey, buddy, let me help you out here. <laughs> You're like, we don't do that here. And then you just walked away and you threw it in the trash. Uh, yeah, I uh, so the glasses thing is like whatever, but I hmm, here, here's here's my how, do we start with the little things or do we start with the big things with Superman? This is where I'm confused on this episode of like, do we want to build up to two of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard of for a superhero? Yeah, in let's my start entire with smaller life? stuff, all right? Okay, okay, okay. One of my favorites, can I do a little one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do a little one. Um, okay, <laughs> so this one's from Smallville, right? So He's like in love with this other girl in Smallville and they have this whole thing going on. But then someday this like chick with powers shows up and they have this very tumultuous back and forth. But then he decides that he's like really into her and it's this huge like season and a half long arc. And he's like, I finally found someone who's like me. And she's like, I found someone who's like me. And then she gets murdered and he's like devastated. It's the most emotional he is in the entire show ever. And then the next episode, it's like she never existed. He just like loses his wife. They're married. He they get married he's in high school he loses his wife and the next day he's like do you guys think i should play college football <laughs> everyone's like well, i don't know there's nothing else to think or talk about let's just go i think the biggest travesty of that is that he got married in high school that's like yeah, that's that wild <laughs> the idea that the writers are like what if we have superman peak in high school is just so telling of who's where in are the room. adults here come that's on that's insane i think he just he's just like hey man People die every day, B. You know how it is. Like, Superman just is cold-hearted because his entire planet blew up. Yeah. He's like, oh, I lost a girlfriend? Well, I lost 7 billion potential girlfriends <laughs> when my planet exploded. And my parents, mind you. Kind of like dog. how, I don't know if your parents do this, but my mom will tell me terrible news with, like, sandwich between just very mundane news and not really, yeah. like, a register that she just says something like devastating to me and it's just like yeah. i don't know you lose enough people it stops having as much of an impact <laughs> it <laughs> just it is enough names the idea first of all the grace of your mom sandwiching the bad news between two good things my mom is just wall-to-wall -wall bad <laughs> shit about people i forgot existed she'd be like you remember your second grade teacher that you didn't really like but you yeah, know you had a little connection forcing with? you to conjure right. the memory first before right. like and she's dead <laughs> right and then it died for i'm like okay that's terrible or whatever you know and then it's like um she'll uh it'll be people that i didn't even know i had any it'll be people i never i barely met you know and then they'll be dead for some horrible usually it's <laughs> quote unquote, the cancer uh, that'll get them. And then then I'll feel bad because I'm like, oh, this person you're saying gave a shit about me. I don't even remember. So I have oh. the dual the dual sadness of knowing they are dead and then also being like, and I'm such a piece of shit. I didn't even like know enough about our relationship or Yo. that they gave a shit about me to send a card or something. As you're you know like, I mean? as your mom's conjuring the memory in you and you're like, oh, maybe, maybe I should reach out to go. And eh, she's dead. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> totally dead. You oh yeah. She was a nice lady. Whatever happened. Oh, she died horribly. Definitely horribly. <laughs> and she's just like uh, washing dishes or like folding. I don't know. My mom will just, my, I think about, I think my mom really accesses her memories and trauma during like uh like just mundane chores yeah. like her brain is shut down so she'll be like folding clothes and be like hmm. yeah your great-grandfather was a piece of shit you know and <laughs> just, just like go back those are like, her what? shower thoughts or like right. oh, there's 10 more dead people this year interesting so in that way my mother is like kal-el superman absolutely <laughs> so yeah so he experienced a lifetime a plan full of that in like his first what year of life right 
Yeah, well, I guess I, it's so, okay that he's like, well, some some people you love just die. Well, that's you guys play football or let's do something. Come on. Like my girlfriend's dead, but the planet is still here. Yeah, I'm gonna go on scholarship. Easy, I think. I think easiest day I've had in my life. I think I that does tie into another thing. So Superman does have the Fortress of Solitude, which is his little man cave. I don't know why we're calling it anything different than a literal man cave, where there's a man in a cave full of stuff that he has like collected from like his home world and other worlds and stuff that just shit that doesn't belong to him just which is classic white guy museum bullshit where they're like oh well your planet's on the verge of destruction you mind if i ravage it real quick Ooh, you know what yeah. i mean like let me have the memories it's like oh this means a lot to you and your family i'm just gonna like take that well, and put it in my cave so no one can see it i need an example or two because the, the only like iterations of this i've seen it's just ice it's just him standing in a room of ice being like yeah this feels right it's never just ice. I wish you would have just asked me this uh, before because I don't have I'm, that came out bitcher than I meant it to. Uh, <laughs> wow. I don't wow. I don't have an example. Wow, I wish you would have just fucking done what I, I told wish you, you to would do. do your fucking homework. Um, but there's like there's always like animal. There's like a an animal or something. There's always a thing there. I feel like and uh, I can look it up. I think in the movies too. There's some sort of collection that he maybe has. I don't know. It exists. Just try. I'm sorry. Are you not trusting me because I'm black? Is that what this is? <laughs> hey, do you think when you didn't wear glasses and people were just were like, they're like, I think that's Ben, but I don't, you know, Ben wears glasses and I don't want to mistake for a guy who looks like Ben. So here's what that that's a fair theory. All right. But here's what's insane. So now when I wear a mask, people know instantly oh, that is no. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucked up that covers up I so am... much of your face <laughs> it... exactly so people are just oh, recon... wow. recognizing purely off body jiggle you know they <laughs> yeah. know what's happening and it is so disheartening through the i was on the l train uh going through brooklyn somewhere and um leif our buddy leif who has his own podcast network and does is comedian and does all this stuff like yell it was like waving shouting yelling at me through a train and he's like hey how are you doing and i was just like the fact that i can be noticed in a crowded <laughs> l train is the most oh, that was when i got a gym I membership i was like i gotta get out of here <laughs> <laughs> that's a shape i'm well aware of like only one man sweats in all those places oh that's gotta be katzner baby and I'm he was right so tired of being sweaty every day all my entire life i, I realize got... my diet's not helping <laughs> well you drink meat before you go to bed i, don't I know. did last night <laughs> i got uh i got stopped on the train on the way to work uh like last week and a co-worker who i hadn't seen in i mean since pre-pandemic tapped me on the shoulder and was like how's it going and i was just like how do you even one <laughs> how did you know two i'm not wearing what i used to wear so i don't even know like what you knew how you know this and two it's wild to me that you just you you just had the confidence that you wouldn't be wrong. You know, I've never yeah. had that. Yeah, that risk is crazy. I've done it's that to wild. people before, like, hey, fucker. Oh, oh I have no idea who you are. <laughs> yeah, that's a rough one. Uh, uh, but if you go in hot enough, people just assume that they're the one who forgot. Sure. That's very true. A lot of times, like, oh, yeah. hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, the, yeah, I, I love the idea of this person being like, I hope that was Ben, because I really just told him how much I hate his boss for 15 yeah. minutes. <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, could have been anybody. Um, <laughs> what else do you have for uh, what else? What other little things? He's always have? breaking stuff. I think we yeah. said that already. He's just like casually breaking things in his life and around. Sometimes, usually, it's can't. I think you know. Anytime a little bit of emotion comes out, a door gets fucked up. He fucks up a bus. I mean, he's kind of saving a bus that brakes died, but it's just like that motor is fucked. That bus is right. done. Anytime he does like anything that exerts a little bit of Supermanness, it usually breaks things around him. That's like a little one, just a little tiny one. Yeah, I think there's a real thing where it's funny. It's funny, but it puts constraints on like how strong a person can be or what they're showing you Um, to know, like to watch a superhero figure out how strong they are is like a funny thing to me or like seeing the damp the collateral damage Mm -hmm. that they do. Uh, I think there's actually a a comic or like a show that like focuses on like everybody who has to clean up (laughs) after like these battles. And they're just like, And this motherfucker did this shit again. Like, we don't even have insurance in this building. Like, what are we going to do? Um, it, it's so that is like a very interesting concept. I don't think any of the shows ever really took off that He's I know like of. interviewing for a job at the Daily Planet and he shakes the guy's hand. He goes, oh, geez. And he's like, oh, whoa, oh, my hand. Right. Like, is it strong? <laughs> and like, OK, but you're like 30 now. You should have figured this out by now. Yeah. It's like you grab your dick with that hand. You know, you shouldn't <laughs> squeeze a man's hand that hard. Like, uh, I've been grabbing my dick with this hand for so long. It feels nothing. I guess it's like Life a rod. iron sharpens iron situation where, you know, he's the man of steel. <laughs> What's he going to break his own dick off? I doubt it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be so cruel. That would, that's how you know a god would exist. It's like, right. I gave him a human penis. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> the one part of me that is flesh and bone. Why? Oh, my Achilles hog. Classic. That would be great. If Superman was the fastest, strongest, smartest, whatever person in the world. Actually, not even that his dick broke off. I just want it to be that he comes early every time. I think that would be fun. Like, or you could just like kick him in the nuts. <laughs> oh, sure. Jesus. Sure. Cool. Or you, or his nipples are very sensitive. So a villain <laughs> could go up and do like a little nipple tweak to him. And he's like, him. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> I just got this like clean. Imprisoned with little clamps. <laughs> I can't get out. <laughs> Help. Oh, fun. All right. What's uh, a bigger one? What do you well, uh, got a juicier one? You mentioned prison here and in being in prison. I think this man is he really perpetuates the prison industrial complex. I think he really he locks these villains up all the time. It's never like, hey, we should get an emphasis on care. It's like, hey, what's the highest security thing we can ever throw them in? Fuck a fucking uh, fuck a trial. Throw them in the brig or whatever. He's always throwing them some like big uh god i can't remember what the name is but there's like a place where all the villains get tossed in and i don't like that i don't like that this guy who you know everyone calls him the big boy scout all this shit he's basically an alien cop comes into my planet and starts locking up my villains without a trial i don't like that i like what he learned it from his dad you know hey if someone comes at you you throw him in a two-dimensional plane in another universe and just (laughs) chuck him into space for infinity sure (laughs) and hope that is a reference That is a reference to Superman 2. Is that correct? Is that the one? one. Just... I think it's still one. Really? Yeah. So in Superman 1, they have like the flat 3D dimension thing and they have the thing where he turns back time. Yeah. 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 Wow. Because 
um, they end up being the villains, right? Because they like smash into Earth later. So it starts with the know, trial. Starts You're with talking trial. to me about a movie from Channel. like 1978 oh, that no one has watched since 1978. Why would you watch anything else? The stories that we need to be told have been told already. Just keep watching them. Okay, Superman, that's fair. a child from another planet. I barely, I don't know why I remember so much of this. I also saw it like when I was ten, <laughs> but I remember that it left an effect on you. Yeah, um, like, this is me. I'm gonna go to the city and make my way. Yeah, the prison is called the Gulag. And, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> oh he really started a Gulag. <laughs> that's first, fucked up. A <laughs> term first going to describe brutal Soviet era labor camps. That's Great. So yeah, that's the vibe I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, this is in the Kingdom Come comic, which I read, which is very good. Um, but it's fucked up. Superman is fucked up in there. Um, yeah, there's just so many. I'm looking at a list from Looper um, right now of just things i mean these are wild we're not going to get into all these but like these are people who did more research than us and i'm just gonna give the headlines of like how wild some of these are um we all know superman goes back pretty far so not surprising here uh he's printed racist propaganda and uh i don't even want to read uh this flyer but i'll say this it says superman says you can slap a and then you can figure out the rest uh, it rhymes with slap, and it's like oh, it's pro, it's pro anti-Japanese propaganda shit during Pearl Harbor. Is there Harbor. like a web comic of him using his laser vision to sink a boat of Jewish refugees early in the war before America <laughs> was letting them in? You know what's wild? <laughs> so here's what's wild about the this image of Superman. It's him at a printing press cranking out literal propaganda. It's like, why are you over here doing this? When you, <laughs> you could just be <laughs> ending the war single-handedly. Uh, well, you know, I have the knowledge that we're going to eventually use the bomb, and I want to see that out. <laughs> um, which does actually that does happen. That's a very funny point. It's just like, nah, I gotta stick. I can't leave my job at the press agency. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I can't go help this like, world-ravaging conflict. There seems to be an insinuation that he's made a sex tape with his friend's wife in some of this. That's I'm not going to get into that. There's one other thing that I really wanted to. I don't think it counts if it's Superman. Yeah, right? I think they just also there's no penetration. I think they're just making out. It's totally fine. <laughs> Every, there are you know, couples have like, the, do you and your fiance have a celebrity list of people you could hook up? That with? is I'm going to tell you right now, buddy, that is not what I thought you were going to ask. Uh, I really. <laughs> Do you and your fiance go down on Superman together? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask if we had a sex tape, and I'm like, yeah, weirdly enough, and she is dressed as Superman in it. Totally <laughs> That's great. cool. Yeah. I'm just, just saying step, that. Stepping on my neck with their red boots. If what? Superman's real, he's probably making it on a lot of celebrity lists. I. Here's the thing. So, have you ever seen the movie Watch uh, Watchmen? Do you remember that? Zack Snyder. ago. Yeah. The show, um, I watched the show recently, and that kind of overrode it. Sure, absolutely. Um, they might have some of this in the show too, but in Watchmen, there's um, there's this character, and he's like omnipotent. He can be oh, yeah. everywhere at once, and there's this like weird like threesome scene with him, where he's like physically there, pleasuring this woman. Multiple versions of himself, I think, are ple pleasuring his wife or whatever, or girlfriend or whatever she is. Um, and then, but he's like mentally 
somewhere else okay okay. that's what fucking superman would feel like (laughs) in my opinion it's like you are mechanically doing Mm -hmm. all the you're giving me the in and out i love that you're doing it at the right pace you can feel my pulse quicken you know you can see the beads of sweat dripping down my forehead (laughs) (laughs) your cheeks are just the right amount flushed Mm. oh my cheeks are flush Uh. baby you know what i'm talking about but that's just like it's like well i don't know it just feels like i'm having sex with a machine that's not (laughs) that doesn't do it for me ever seen the show sense eight on netflix uh i've seen some episodes yeah so the premise is that there's eight people who are all like connected in that way they're all over the world but they can they like can sense each other completely and they can like take from each other's experience to do martial arts or they could feel everything the other seven people are feeling and there's like at least one like hour-long scene of like okay we're all gonna have sex with our partners and now there's just like a 16 person pile up happening and they're all feeling all of it Mm, i just I don't want it. I don't want I I barely want to feel anything on my own. I don't want to be connected to other people. What's the opposite side of that? How would I have sex with someone while neither of us are there feeling anything? (laughs) College? Um, Chat rooms? Fuck yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, I'm so hard right now. Are you really? No, I'm eating nachos. It's different. I'm watching TV. I'm half assing this. Sorry. Um, Okay. so here here are the two things that I think are absolutely insane. And I don't you tell me which one you think is worse. So first, there is a story arc in the comics where Superman turns Lois Lane into a black woman. How? By (laughs) what one of his powers does he use to turn her into a black woman? Uh, He's got a chamber. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like the metabolite chamber or some <laughs> bullshit. And he's like, Lois, are you sure you want to step into this? Shit's about to get really real for you. And she's like, no, do it. I want to know what the people of little. She's literally trying to do a story on the poor people of, quote unquote, little Africa. Uh, and like, so she and they won't talk to her. They're like, they more or less are like, bitch, get out of here, cracker. Like that is what they are trying to say that she that they're saying to her. Um, and she's like, I guess the only way to get this story is to be a black woman. And then they go in there and or she she gets turned into a black woman. They all love her. There's this activist there who gets shot by these gangsters. And then she has to give she no one else has his blood type. So she donates her blood to him. And then the end of the story is like her black face melts off or whatever. And she walks into the room and he's like <gasps> shocked. And then all of a sudden he gives her a handshake and he's like, ah, you're one of the good ones. Basically, <laughs> That is the storyline. And like, it's oh, so I've, wild. We all have this fantasy. This is from, I want to say it's 78, but I got to make sure that this is great. Um, it, but either way, like you could tell, yeah, okay, this is from 1970. The title of this story is called I Am Curious Black in parentheses, <laughs> uh, which is like an ode to some fucking thing. And it's in uh, Lo- Lois Lane 106, maybe. So it's like, ugh. it's just insane. Like you could see what they were trying to do and be like, hey, you need to understand the plight of other people, blah, blah, blah. But it's like um, it's like when these like pretentious teachers 
in like I, I feel like this happens every two years it's like a teacher's like okay class today you're gonna have to write an article that is you're you're gonna have to pretend you're a slave owner in this article and then the class is like wait why would we do that and like well so you can understand the perspective of a slave owner or you could understand the perspective of blah, 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 whatever and you're like well you're a teacher couldn't you just tell us you know the perspective why do we have to pretend why do we have to do the worst thing to acknowledge that it exists or whatever right it's like why does lois lane have to be black so the readers can understand empathy that doesn't make any sense <laughs> can't, you, can't you just be like hey it's shitty that we treat people this way this is a white woman saying that if she's saying it imagine how they feel you know what i mean like, it's like it's whenever weird. something really violent happens to women and a dude would be like i have a sister holy yes. shit this hurts right you're like it is such <laughs> it's still a person you could have just been sad for it is an asinine thing to be like yeah the only way you're gonna get to know this is as a black person so it's like well then there's just no hope there's no hope for anybody yeah. right because unless you have the fucking metaboloid that can turn everybody a single race so we all if you can race swap now that's a story, Eric. I'll tell you what. Race okay? swap. <laughs> race swap the entire planet. Everybody is everybody is swapped with a race that they hate. And then they just have to figure it out and be like, oh my God, this is what I've been doing to Canadians this entire time or whatever. <laughs> Canadians. That's, that's the race I don't like. Canadians. That's not true. I love oh. Canadians. Really? I haven't met a single good one, but I keep Are my you heart kidding open. me? No, this one. is a pro Canadian podcast. Okay. Uh, I, I'm only half, apparently. Well, if you want to talk Australians, that's a different thing. <laughs> oh, the I Canadians love, of the South. I love me a Canadian. I'll tell you what, buddy. Oh okay, God. so that was the first thing that I found okay. out. And uh, these these both, shout out to Ray Harrington, very funny comedian who like turned me on to this. I, I just couldn't believe that these are real. I thought he was making the shit up when we talked about it on his podcast. But um, so the blackface is one. The other one is there is a story arc where Superman um, living in Metropolis, somebody basically uh, comes in and is like, hey, actually, Metropolis, where all you fucking white cucks live, this land belongs to he's Native American. He's like, this land actually belongs to my ancestors. And buddy boy, I'm making some changes around here. All right. Um, I think this is in Action Comics 148, and uh, I don't know, this is from the 50s, so buckle up, okay? So this guy comes in, he starts making changes, everybody hates it, and they're like, what are we going to do? And uh, basically Superman's like, well, you know what I could do? Instead of talking to this guy, maybe giving him compensation, treating him fairly, even bribing him, you know what I mean? Instead of doing that, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to convince his ancestors to give us the deed to Metropolis so they don't have any claim to it. Superman goes back in time <laughs> and steals land is, from Native Americans. That is the most American use of time travel. <laughs> this is everybody's hero. This, this is, is how the guy we're all supposed to look up to. And there's definitely a subsection of people who are like, oh, that's pretty smart. I got to be honest. That's, uh, that's pretty good. That's just good business, buddy. Right. Everyone's like, if I could build a time machine, I would go back and kill Hitler. And Superman's like, I got a little bit better idea. I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure that uh, these people don't get their fair claim to this booming city. You know, that's what he decided to spend his time on 
It's insane to me. The time travel thing is hilarious. It's just so good. Especially, okay, so that one, there's a bunch of time travel. So that one's great because he, one, goes back. That's what he uses it for. But also he goes back far enough that you're like, that's got to have insane effects on the timeline. Right? (laughs) That's got to be. It's just wild. Yeah. Every time he goes back in time, it is only making everything worse. You know what I mean? He gets what he wants. So he saves Lois Lane's life. Or That's Metropolis. my favorite one because that is such a like one person died that I like, right. and uh, we're all gonna go through the last however long again. I don't care if you're like at the hospice watching your grandmother die; you're gonna have to rewatch her die because I don't want to be lonely for a week or two. Right, and it's gonna take a couple spins because I haven't really done this time travel thing before, so I gotta figure <laughs> it out. Sorry, I'm dialed in yet? Sorry. You're like, oh, you might be you might be reverted to birth or the most traumatic moment of your life, or oh you know. My gosh. You're going to have to die again. I'm sorry. It doesn't really matter because Lois, you know, Lois, that intrepid reporter that I love, that there's nobody else in the world that I could ever love again. He's like, (laughs) Superman's like, oh, you lost someone you love. You're going to have to deal with that on your own. Me, I'm not playing that bullshit. I'm getting her back. You know what I mean? Like, that is an insane energy to have as a superhero. Losing a spouse is for people who aren't Superman. That's uh, that's for regular human problems. Like, I don't oh, lose things. Someone you love passed away. Well, I was born on an alien planet and I don't have the same consequences as you. So <laughs> I guess go th- go see a therapist. I don't know what you want from me, Superman, the person who can control time for some reason. I also like the like glorification of the journalism job. Like the job of journalism because it is right. it is like a good time and like we gotta break this epic story. And now it's like a lot of people are like, how much can I write about this thing we have to sell before we move right. on to this text article? Yeah. Clark Kent isn't doing any listicles for Bud's BuzzFeed. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it is interesting. There are a few superheroes. So like Spider-Man is like a photographer and all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, are these just the jobs that you think people have the most free time? Is that what it is? <laughs> because in reality, they shouldn't be fucking, journalists they should all work at startups you know they should all be like the ceos of some tech startup and be like our office hours i mean for me (laughs) whatever but for everybody else they need to be in office 60 hours a week or i will kill their first (laughs) hey can i step out for one to 20 hours like yeah whatever man that's good i want to see superman as like a plumber where he's like ah i would love to help you but i'm really on the clock this week yeah there really are no (laughs) jobs there really are no no story arcs. I mean, people write in, let us know. I would love to see a super art, that exact thing that you described. Someone where they're like, man, I can't fucking miss work. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I got <laughs> last week I had to miss because I had to, my kid was sick and I had to bring him home from school. Okay. And now this week you want me to go stop a bank robbery? What the fuck do we even have cops for? I don't even understand what this is. <laughs> One of the guys I was riding around with last week was like, man, it's brutal, man. For a while, you know, like I would leave the house before my kids would wake up and I would get home after they were asleep for just years at a time. And I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. Thanks for the heads up, I guess. The more you tell me about this job, the more worried I am for you oh, every buddy. time. Every the amount time. of sexism and racism that I just have to absorb for fucking eight hours a day. It's truly magnificent. It's it's like 
It's like you're reading a Superman comic. You it's know? like I'm it's reading like... one of the old ones. That's what's really fun about super, like comic books. Superman, Batman, any of the big characters is that they've been around for so long and they've been written about by so many different people. And it's just like you could if you really dove in, like those are two treasures that you found that someone showed you. And if you really deep dove, you could find some real insane batshit nonsense. A hundred percent. And then they just have to be like, there's there's two ways to go about it. One, you're just like, look, man, are bad, right? <laughs> that's first and foremost. Or you can be like, well, actually, that was a different timeline. So that's a different <laughs> version of Batman. That's a different version of Batman who said that thing about Italians. That's not our Batman. That's a different <laughs> Batman. You're like, All right. I know. Some people aren't welcome in Gotham City. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Different. Every time they get canceled, just do a new timeline. <laughs> I just think that the white guys should also be able to play on these streets. I don't understand why. <laughs> like Batman, what? What does that even mean? What? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you do? You have a scale for this week? I don't have a scale this week. Perfect. I, I love that for us. Love it. Um, I bet you have one though. I, you know, it would be. What if we were both like? Actually, no, we don't. We're just not going to do the scale. <laughs> um. Here's my scale for this week. On a scale of one to ten, how shitty do I think Superman is? One being not shitty at all, ten being the shittiest piece of shit that's ever floated in the shit stream. Uh here are my examples for those things. <laughs> uh okay, so here's a one not shitty. Um <laughs> I am uh I'm Martha Kent, Clark Kent's mom or adopted mother. Uh, I know my son is an alien. I've been harboring that secret for a very long time. I've been very nervous about it. Uh, you know, me and my husband, Jonathan, we talk about it. We think, I don't know, should we bring, tell him, you know, tell the police? Should we tell something? And Jonathan goes, no, Martha, that's our boy. And we're going to raise him as such. And I go, hey, all right, you've been dicking me down all these years and you haven't done me dirty. <laughs> I guess we're going to see what happens. You haven't done dicked me dirty. And then that alien son that we decided not to turn it, turn over to the police, which is a weird thing to say. There's got to be a better. There's someone else. Child Protective Services. I don't know. The government. Whatever. The government. We our alien boy grows up to be one of the greatest heroes of all time that is a one okay we get an alien kid destroys our backyard we don't even bring that up he fucked our backyard up but we don't bring it up we bring him in as our own he fucking cost a million dollars a year for groceries but we say yeah it's all right we're not gonna turn you over we're good people we're the kents all right and then your kid turns into the greatest superhero one of the greatest superheroes of all time not ben's favorite but one of the best superheroes. <laughs> that's a one that's a pretty good deal that I've had a lot of dreams and I've read a lot of stories and heard a lot of things about aliens landing on Earth and all the bad things that could happen. And yours turns out to be not my words, Jonathan's words, one of the good ones. Hey, that's that's good. I like that. That's that's a good thing. A 10 is. Uh, Kal-El crashes. You are Martha Kent. Your husband is Jonathan Kent. Same scenario. Superman, Kal-El, crashes into your backyard. You don't call him Superman yet. It's Cal. Uh, crashes into your backyard. He is an alien from a foreign planet. 
in some foreign technology you've never heard of. You don't know what the fuck to do. Come and take you our just, jobs. Yeah, come to take our jobs. You you've read you've been listening to the same Hannity Sean Hannity radio station <laughs> as all of Albert's coworkers. You know what this is. Come to take our jobs. You panic. You're like, oh my god, we got to call someone, but you don't. You decide not to. And that kid grows up to be Superman dictator of the entire planet you should have called someone you should have let them know you had an alien crash in your backyard and now Sand, the world is a, Sand, the world Sand, is a police Sand. state because you didn't stop this child before he became the monster that he grew up into you knew he had powers you saw him fly in first grade and you told nobody instead you let him become who he is he didn't even lose anybody he's not even this way for a reason he's just like i don't know i'm kind of bored here i think i'm gonna run the world forever until I die or it burns. And that's on you because you didn't call anyone. That is like a temp. that is so much more likely that like a kid going through puberty is like, wait, I'm the strongest person alive. Oh yeah. Fuck ever listening to anyone else again. For sure. There is a movie. Consequences for me. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but there is a movie that is about this very, they can't say it's Superman or whatever, yeah. but it's a kid with all of Superman's powers. And the kid just grows out to be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and this and they're like, well, we got to kill this kid now. Like, I, we fucked up. We have to kill this child because we allowed it to be here. It's an alien child. That's so, what, uh, another thing I like about Superman being so generic because it's very easy to spoof. Sure. Be like the Incredible Man, Mega Man. <laughs> um, on a scale of one to ten, where do I think Superman is? I think Superman is... This is hard because we're not doing one variation of Superman. So, like, there are some that are tens, the worst. And yeah. there are some that are, like, you know, twos. They're not wow. all. There's no you one. refuse to give them a one? Not there's one no one. Is a one. There's no one. What Most of them the, are the one. The one the from one, Clark, from no. and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. The only iteration of Superman that is a one is the one that died in trap, like in transit <laughs> to Earth, because there's no gets hit by an asteroid, right? Because there's no collateral damage, right? Every other Superman, whether they're fighting, whether they're on the right side or the wrong side, is destroying shit bare minimum. You can't be a one if you've punched someone into a hospital, okay? That is my rule. <laughs> And that is pretty much every version of Superman that is here. <laughs> so unless there's one that doesn't have powers or if there's one that died on the way to Earth, they or, you know, stayed stayed on uh, Krypton, then sure, you can be a one. But I don't know any of those versions. So I'm going to say minimum or maximum, I guess, whatever. He can be a two. But I think Superman wow. in totality you got to understand this guy's a liar, too. He's been lying to the entire public. He can <laughs> I'm saying, uh, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him. Uh, we can't do halves, right? I'm no. gonna give him a. What are you gonna give him? You tell me. Do you have a thing? I know what I'm gonna give him. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a. I'm gonna give him a three, but I'm leaning four. Wow, I was gonna give him way higher. <laughs> Oh, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm what do you have? Baby. I want to know. Okay. Do you want to know now and then I'll do the scale? Uh, yeah, do whatever you want. Okay. First, sidestep here. Oh, love the sidestep. Uh, a friend of mine, Doug Gale, he has a great podcast called Game Game Pass. 
He used oh, to do a have, character. We're gonna have to cut this out. Sorry. <laughs> he used to do a character called the Red Sun, and he would go on stage sure. and he would give his background story, and then do, like do a Q and A as this like haggard old superhero. And his origin story was that a pod, much like Superman's, landed on a farm. And then he like set it up and then his parents went and opened the pod and then inside was a baby, which was dead because it just slashed into a planet and they took the rag that it was covered in. And then he's wearing that. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Whoa, that's fucking wild. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Um, OK, so one on my scale is that you live in New York City slash metropolis slash one of the two cities that superheroes tend to happen in. And you're mm -hmm. like, you get mugged and a hero shows up and solves it. Anytime something bad happens to you or your family, like a cool guy in a cape shows up and saves you. And you're like, there are safety nets getting kind of great. And then a 10 is you live anywhere else on the planet and just have to watch this shit in the news and then go out and get mugged like a regular asshole. Sure. <laughs> Any, anytime something, you're like in China, you know, and someone puts a, pulls a knife on you and you're like, is there a no? No, I live in China. <laughs> Superman's white in America. Superhero, superheroes haven't made it here yet, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's on the rest of the planet just haven't. But you do get to see the footage on TV every day of like, wow, must be nice. Must be real fucking nice. That's how supervillains are made, where they're watching superheroes save one particular region, mm -hmm. and then they're just getting shat on where they're at. And you're like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to kill Superman. Like the guy from Iron Man 3 might be like that. Yeah. I don't remember. Could be anybody who gives a shit. I remember them being Eastern European. I was like, very villainous. Oh, that's Iron uh, Man 2. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. That's Mickey Rourke with the whips. Yeah. Whips. Oh, those whips are cool. The uh, whips yeah. are very cool. The whips are um, cool. Everything else in that movie medium at best for sure <laughs> I, not great i like a suitcase suit <laughs> i like i like having anything you can have can turn into an iron man suit i think that's that's some that's great shit that i love I'm like yeah. i love it i love the idea of having like a condom that could also turn into an iron man suit yeah. i think that's fun you're like are oh, we having sex? having sex he's like yeah. oh my god it's a villain hold on ah, get off of me i need to go save the planet like <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be a condom, maybe like a cock ring, but that's neither here nor yeah, there. Okay, so right. why what's do you your... wear that? Like, well, to say hard longer and just in case. <laughs> you never know what could happen. Uh, I'm giving him a seven. Oh my god! Yeah. What? Yeah. Explain his yourself. Impact, his impact. His problems are so small scale, and his impact is on everyone on the planet. Like we said, when he spins the planet around for turning back time, he risks fucking up the alignment. He risks fucking up its rotation around the sun. He does all of these very over-the-top dramatic things, like fucking around in the North Pole. You know, what if he's the reason ice caps are melting? It's just lasering holes in his new house so he can put a room, <laughs> a race-changing room. <laughs> sure. Um, I think we're not looking at the the far-reaching effects of all of his goofy ass actions. I'm giving him a seven, not the one from my timeline where he's just a fun reporter trying to, to have a long-term relationship with Lois Lane. Or feels like you Smallville. Feels like you're giving a very particular version of Superman uh, a seven here, and that's okay. That's totally fine. It's any of them that aren't the two I like. Sure. Which are the soap <laughs> opera ones? I like the soap opera. Right. And the others also are trash. <laughs> 
Also, he should kiss Lois more. I give him a 10. <laughs> Why make us wait so long? <laughs> I want to see them in the throes of a relationship. I remember they uh, they get a house together, and she's like, don't use your powers to paint the house. And he's like, well, I'm gonna. And he does. That sounds honestly horrific. <laughs> That's that the like Superman show we terrible, need. We need right? seasons upon seasons of that. Cannot stand what you're telling me. <laughs> Is there anything he could do to redeem himself for you? Or is this, he's a seven no matter what? Hmm. Just hang out on the moon more, I guess. Okay. You know, I think let the world petition him for issues and then maybe, you know, we get together. That's what the UN does. They petition Superman for help. Sure. I'll give you that. That's fair. Here's my thing. I think if he wanted to redeem himself to me, you know, my harsh three, maybe four that I gave him, uh, Savage. I think he could he could use his abilities to turn back time, go find Jesus, take a picture with him and let everybody here know that he was black. I think that is important. <laughs> I think if he could do that, have you seen a bunch his, of uh, scientists or some goobers have gotten together and they're like, we uh, did a CGI rendition of what we think Jesus would look like based on the geography of where these stories were told. Have you seen that picture? Uh, I have seen that picture. Sure. Okay. Yeah, like why are we still talking about that? It's I, it's, it's, it's important to me that we still talk about it. Jesus's race is just as Jesus important as, is his, clearly as his message. South Korean, right? And there's only one way to prove that, and that's to have Superman go back and take a picture with South Korean Jesus. Uh, Albert, where can people find you if you want to be found? Oh my God! If you want to find me, you can as always find me on the internet, at Hot Young Albert, on Twitter or Instagram, and find me around Brooklyn doing some shows, bopping around. And maybe one day, when you call a random heating company to come fix your house, a sad, beaten down version of me will show up with my tools in my pockets. I think that'd be real fucked up. You're <laughs> like, hey, I'm Hel- I'm Albert. I'm here to fix your shit. And you're like, oh my God, I know that voice. Oh from my podcast. God! If you're a rich person and you live in a mansion in Manhattan and you see me, do not do not tell us me that, please. Yeah. Unless you're going to give me an apartment, please do not tell me that. That's 100% correct. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Shaq Katzner. Um, I got a book coming out. Someone just tagged me in a thing today that said they got their first copy of the book, which is wild because <sighs> I haven't gotten a copy of this book yet. Yeah. So. I leaked it. I've been selling illegal <laughs> copies of it. No. Oh, why couldn't it have been my news? I worked so hard on them. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Up. Hello, my name is Poop is out October 26th or right now, I guess, whatever. If you bought a copy, you might be getting one soon. Um, I am starting a new stand-up comedy show called Darlings. It is monthly. It's going to be at Blind Barber in the East Village. Our first show is November 3rd. Uh, we have Shane Torres. We have Shalewa Sharp. We have Kenise Mobley. And maybe a special guest or two that I can't say. Um, we definitely will have special guests in the future that are telling us that we can't use their names, which is hilarious. Um, nice. Uh, and they're not even like big comics. They're just open micers. Like you can't use their names <laughs> because we haven't decided what our stage names are going to be yet. Uh, no, <laughs> that's my job. Be great. Finds out how bad I am at comedy. They will fire me. <laughs> uh, November 3rd is our first show. And I think we're going to try to do. So that's like a, that's a Wednesday, I think. Um, and I think because my book comes out October 26th, I might hang out after and have a little like a uh, book release party. Let's get some drinks. Let's have a good time. Blind Barber's a dope spot. And uh, I'm sorry I said dope spot, but it is. Uh, it's a do really, drugs, drink a lot, and buy truly, some books. That's what I'm talking about. 
And uh, everybody from Minnesota who's listening, I will be in Minnesota November 26th doing another Home for the Holidays show. Uh, I'll have ticket link stuff for you soon. It's going to be a great show. I'm going to do a longer set. I'll probably do like a half hour, but we'll still have other comedians on showcase style. Albert's not coming. Don't make that face. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll have some people from out of town. I got some people. I think it's going to be pretty tight. Uh, tweet at us. Email us. Suck the Burn milk out heroes. of my navels. <laughs> oh. Never mind. Please don't message us after hearing that. We cannot be found on the internet. We don't exist. Burn your heroes pod at gmail.com and at burn your heroes on Twitter. Send us your hate mail. Send us your nudes. That's it. End of list. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Slurp milk out of me. Ugh.